Brandon, welcome back to the studio. Hey, thanks for having me, Amy. We have uh, questions already coming into our text club oh like an hour ago for wow. you. Um, so let me trust talk. When coming in for an initial free review appointment, if we have a will that was completed by a different lawyer, do you need this prior? Uh, yeah, it's always a good idea. I just look at those documents. It takes me a minute or two to review those, and then I kind of kind of give a little spreadsheet and some bullet points about uh, what I see in there. And then I talk about your goals, if things have changed, if that was, you know, 5, 10, 20 years ago. Um, I can kind of tell you about your plan, what you had then versus what you may want now or what you actually, if you know what you want. So, yeah, it's always good. You can drop it off and they'll have it all ready and review uh, for a first meeting. Are parents able to give a fair wage to children for caregiving to a parent to also help avoid assisted living from taking all the funds? Um, oh, I see. Oh, I Would see the amount paid to the child have to be claimed as additional income then too? <laughs> hmm. that, um, might, that might not be a you question, but... Uh, it, it is to a bit, but that's yeah. one where, where I typically, when I call like my triangle planning... I would involve a CPA in that about as additional wages. That's a tax question, uh, which I'm typically, you know, I do enough to be dangerous on that. Um, as far as paying wages to avoid any type of recovery, state recovery, that's kind of a very specific case-by-case analysis. Um, and that's something we should talk about in person because if you're not getting something back for value or if Medicaid looks at that and has questions about it, you can really get into big trouble. So there's some pre-planning that should be done. It shouldn't be done on on your will. So You get a lot of people who walk in and go, listen, here's a concept. Yeah. Does this work, right? Yeah. Like yeah. people come up with interesting ways to get yeah. around certain yeah. things. Yeah, um, everybody's got something unique. Yeah. So this come see a, me about that one. This is a question about the five-year look back. Um. Okay, aging husband and wife live alone. Wife ends up needing assisted living care prior to husband and wife have done large cash withdrawals to cover different purchases and the gambling habit. Would the assisted living and or IRS be able to come back to get the amount of cash that was withdrawn? If so, how would they obtain this? Is there a better way to prevent this if they are likely within the five-year look back and or not wanting to sign over all their belongings. So the IRS and Medicaid recovery are two completely separate things. Um, so like that $17,000 annual gift you can do now in 2023, that's an IRS thing. And that is totally separate from Medicaid. If you give that 17000 away thinking, oh, I'm allowed to do that because the IRS says so, Medicaid recovery programs say, no, we don't really care what the IRS says. That's a completely separate agency on there. Um, so that's something to think about. It's not just because they say you can do that tax free doesn't mean you can do that penalty free. Um, and in essence, typically if you give away money within that five year look back period and you do not get something of value back for it, um, versus, you know, you sell a home or do something, or you get some service or product for that money. It's just a complete gift. It's not that they will come and take that money back from you. You will just be penalized for the period that you could have paid for, for nursing home care. So right now, if say you can't afford nursing homes because you gave away all your money, the Medicaid program is basically going to say, that's too bad. You're penalized now for, you know, and, and the penalty period has no end date on it. It could be three months. It could be 30 years. And if they say you could have paid for that much care of your own during that time, we're going to penalize for you. Come back and reapply when that penalty period expires. So that's just something that you can think about. There is. Um, I do do Medicaid crisis planning that if there is, you know, an immediate need for a nursing home, there are ways we can create annuities that are compliant with Medicaid's rules and recovery programs 
um, and that you know make sure the government gets reimbursed its money, but also make sure you get qualified for quality nursing home care as well. Hmm. If a person has eight quarters of land, do you need to list each piece in a will or just say all the land is to X person? Um, you know, yeah, in a will, if it's just going to one person, you know, that's a pretty specific question as to what, what the land is because, you know, you, you may have a little fight over, you know, what they're getting. I would, in any plan that I would do, I would specifically give away each parcel to that person. I just think that's better procedure mm-hmm. you know and it's my job as your lawyer to you know cross your t's and dot your i's um but if you're doing your own will i'd just be a little nervous just doing blanket statements like that but um best thing for doing that land would get in a trust so you don't have to pay those probate fees and do that stuff with that land and, and label each piece of parcel in your trust that's why we tr- talk about a trust all the time yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep, that's yep. why it's literally mm-hmm. called trust talk trust talk yeah get a trust <laughs> trust trust yeah we're talking with brandon erickson from o'keefe o'brien lease and attorneys we're talking about setting up those things so that when you're not here your finances are taken care of let's talk about the secure act mm-hmm. right that's a, a a buzzword for a lot of people right now saying uh, I don't know what uh, how to understand this, but hopefully someone speaks that language. There's a lot of lawyers out there that don't understand this act, and I think politicians as well, too. But, yeah, the SECURE Act was called the Setting Every Community Up for Retirement Act, and it passed a, passed a few years ago, and it's in effect now. Um, it, the way it was meant to do by Congress was to incentivize retirement planning, um, but it had kind of a negative opposite effect when rulings, tax rulings started coming out, when case rulings started coming out from tax courts. Um, where now we're seeing people having to take out distributions within a 10-year period, um, and there's just a lot of penalties for it. So some more advanced planning technique is coming out of that. They have passed the Secure Act 2.0 at the end of last year, which is changing some of the rules for the better, um, but that's not going to be in effect for a few more years. So the issue right now is, you know, what do you do with retirement plans? You know, typically the answer right now is don't put them in a trust. Basically just try and give them to your kids and let them figure it out whenever they have to. So, so. I mean, what happens then? Let's say you've got a, an IRA, right, mm-hmm. that you set up, and when you die, there's still money in it because your plan was to live off of the interest, right? Uh, you know, the, to make off the funds. It was there. Well, there's still a huge amount of capital that could be left over. Yeah, many of my clients, I mean, their retirement plans, their IRAs, their 401ks, their Ross are their biggest asset. You know, a lot of people, especially in this area, are hardworking, have been doing it for 20, 30 years with the same company, and have built up a substantial retirement plan. Now the issue is. What happens if you pass away and now you want to give that to your kid or somebody who's got a disability, who's a minor, things like that? You know, there's certain rules we want to consider, and there's different types of planning techniques techniques that I can do for you with retirement trusts, uh, where we protect that money from creditors, bankruptcy, and even things people don't think about. You know, what if your kid gets a divorce in the future and has that money? We don't want that divorce to be, you know, come into play and getting your retirement money. So, mm-hmm. And I imagine, too, like when grandkids are there. So if this is something I want to leave to my grandchildren and maybe skip a generation for certain aspects. and Yeah. yeah there's, there, a, there's a lot that goes into it, right? There is. Retirement planning, is, it's a different thing right now with um, the SECURE Act and the SECURE Act 2.0, which is kind of to be determined as to what impact that's going to have. Because, again, we still kind of need to see some of what the tax rulings are what some of the court rulings are and how the laws are interpreted uh, by the courts that really make an implication for these types of things. So, um, you know, my advice right now for a lot of people when they do just a simple revocable trust is just to put the money to their adult kids if they're making good decisions. Otherwise, let's do some more advanced retirement planning where we can make sure that retirement money that you've worked really hard for, if you don't spend it all, it goes to your kids in a way that is most beneficial to them. 
on the line, we've got John. John, you're on with Brandon Erickson. Okay, hi, Brandon. Hi, John. Um, quick question. Approximately how much, uh, what's the charge to do the will for a husband and wife, uh, mid-70s, and uh, income, or not income, but assets of probably three to 500000 um, each case is kind of a unique basis. I do kind of have a baseline on it. I typically don't state the fees on air, um, but um, I can let you know, you know, if you call the office and uh, schedule a consult, I can give you more, uh, I can ask questions for two or three minutes and I can get a better idea of probably what you need and what the cost would be. Um, it's typically pretty reasonable. It's nothing that's going to break the bank or anything by any means at all. So. And, um, oh, go ahead, from Yeah, what information would I need to bring with, like, uh, Social security numbers for children and that type of thing and addresses? Yep. I've got a whole intake form that I'll packet that I would send you to fill out. It's a little bit of homework. That's six or seven pages. Um, Amy knows all about it. It's this. a lot of homework, <laughs> It's not John. that much homework. It was for it's Amy. It's like, what am I paying you for at the end of this? <laughs> no, but... I'm, re- I'm, reti- I'm retired. I have lots of time. You have time, John. Yeah. No, it's not that bad. It's a it's a little intake form. I did it, and um, we, we we were pleasantly surprised at, at how affordable of an option this was for us. I'll say that, John. So... Um, okay. Yeah, and I'll explain to you the pros and cons and on the back end how much money it can save you in the long run of getting everything planned properly. So. Okay. Yep. Okay. Right. Thank you. Thanks, yeah, John. You're welcome, John. Let's get the phone number out there as long as hopefully John is still listening. He can write this down. Yeah, the office line for our for office is 701-235-8000. Uh, you can just call and ask for um, the estate planning team. we got a couple of paralegals at work, Darcy and Sandy, who are wonderful. Um, who will get you guys set up. Um, you can go on our website. There's an estate planning kind of consult form you can put on. It's O'KeefeAttorneys.com. Um, you can go and put there. That actually comes straight to me, and then I'll make sure it gets to where it needs to go. Uh, and then we schedule that initial consultation, and a consultation, excuse me, and we get to know each other. Yeah. Okay, thanks, John. Thanks for the call. I suppose there's no better time than the present, right? Yeah. Get it done now so that you don't have to worry about it tomorrow. Yeah, definitely, you know, get it done now, plan for now, make the a plan that's changeable, you know, amendable in the future. Um, you know, really you want it because, you know, you never know what tomorrow brings, right? I mean, nobody can predict tomorrow. Um, right, I'm planning on winning the lottery tonight. Yeah, right. So <laughs> that's, I mean, that's my plan. Can you write right that now. into right. it? Well, and I heard, I heard, I think it was, I hope it was on air where you plan to give me half of it too. When you right. Win, so, right. Yes. <laughs> so we're going to put it's that It's called up. an air check. We'll have to pull it. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon Erickson with O'Keefe O'Brien, Leeson Attorneys. One more time, your phone number so people can write that down as, as you head out the door here. Yeah, 701 235 8000. And it's a pleasure to be in here, guys, and have a good day. Thanks, Brandon. Yeah. Wrong.